0: So above and beyond anything else, I think probably the hardest job that we have is playing the role of dad, right? Is playing the role of dad. Oh, I'm trying to sort that out. It's not happening. And it's like one of those things that I think um, we all go through as a dad, as a parent, is trying to figure out, are we doing a good job? What do I need to do to feel like I'm doing a good job? Why am I doing this wrong? Or why do the kids not reacting to the things I'm saying? There's a whole bundle of emotions that fucking go with it, right? And it becomes an absolute clusterfuck in terms of um, our own emotions and actions as, uh, as a parent. And uh, it's soul-destroying sometimes, but it's also massively rewarding. So let's talk about parent guilt. Welcome to the Rise to Thrive show. I am your host... James Borman, and if you are coming through, then please do let me know. What I'd love for you to do is engage with me and tell me the best part of being a parent for you and what you feel the the biggest struggle is for you as being a parent. And I thought this would be pretty cool. So, as a parent, I've got kind of two chapters going on in my life, okay? I've got a two-year-old and a six-year-old, okay? Then I've got a 16-year-old and an 18-year-old. So there are two different parenting caps that I wear. Like there's one where I talk to a two-year-old and a six-year-old. And there's one where I communicate differently with a 16 and 18-year-old. Although sometimes I still feel like I'm talking to them like, wake up, like they are a two and a six-year-old. And I often find there's, a, there's, there's multiple emotions that come with those parentings. Um, and I think that when I'm communicating and I'm looking at a two and six-year-old, six I've got to remember that I'm not talking to a, a 16 and an 18-year-old, right? Sometimes I've got to be able to shift the language, so to speak. Um, I've got to be able to shift what I think they're capable of and what they're doing, because sometimes I can get actually sucked into <laughs> the 16 and 18-year-old world. And that can work vice versa, right? So if I'm putting one of the kids on a naughty step, I've got to remember that I can't put my 16 and 18-year-old on the naughty step for being naughty, right? (laughs) But I find it increasingly difficult, and I was just chatting with a friend of mine who's on a walk with me here this morning about how increasingly hard it is to accept that my big two are growing up and moving away from the nest, so to speak, especially my 18-year-old where she's out with her friends She's booked trips to go to Barcelona. She's moving away. Uh, she's not moving away. She's um, considering university. And I'm trying to get my head around my role as a parent and that changing. Um, and I think that as I've brought those two big two kids up, we always are evolving our techniques and strategies as a parent. I've never been taught any techniques or strategies as a parent. I've just like you, we just had to figure out as we go along, and we've had to, we've had to learn through experience, right? So there's sometimes, like when I haven't communicated properly. There's sometimes when I've lost my shit. There's sometimes when I, I've been in the wrong, and my ego has been too strong to admit that to the kids. And you know, I've learned over the years to become more connected with them as, 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 as best as best friends. But right now, it's really difficult to, to like, um, deal with them growing up and not being my little babies anymore. They'll always be my little babies, but, like, they're not, you know, the language is different. Trying to talk to them, trying to connect with them, trying to get time with them. And then on the other hand, I've got a two and six-year-old who always like, Daddy, get us trampoline with me, who I want to hold my hand down the street, who want to play, fight and wrestle. And I think one of the things when I, when I look back at parenting, one of the, the times when I've been a really good parent and the times when I haven't been a really good parent, it's all depended on the way that I conduct myself and what I'm going through and how I'm managing myself. And the times when I haven't been great, like mentally or emotionally, or I've been burnt out from work or I've been distracted. I haven't been present. I haven't been the father that I really, I think, my kids needed to be. Sometimes <clears throat> I think I beat myself up too much in terms of parenting. I think, you know, I think you'll probably relate to that. You know, when I look at my my first two, I don't think I did a really great job in bringing them up. You know, I showed them love and, 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 and all of that stuff. But in terms of, in terms of um, teaching them valuable skills... In terms of teaching them values, I, d- I don't know if I did a great job, you know, when I look back at it now. Um, I think there was a lot to do there with a divorce happening when there were seven and five, me going through my own issues mentally, me being consumed by work. You know, I don't think they got the best version of me. And I think that, um, I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it really is difficult to, to, to accept. And I think, you know, it's a journey, isn't it? I think a lot of it is down to me being a young dad. I think it's what I was trying to look at. You know, I was 27 when I had my first kid. And then two years later, I was 29 when I had Bailey. And I hadn't really grown up. I was still quite, um, I was still quite a young man. You know, I was still very young. I didn't understand responsibility. I was still very selfish. I was still in the military. Um, and I don't think I really grew up until I was in my late thirties, you know, when I really hit the, hit the brick wall, but you can, you can only do what you can do. Right. And I think about the times when my big two were those ages. And I think about me now, and I'm a very different man now. I'm a very different human being in terms of, in terms of connection. I didn't understand all the stuff that I teach men. I didn't understand any of that at 27, 29 in my early thirties, you know, and become very selfish and then after the divorce you constantly want to dampen the hardship of the trauma by almost dropping the discipline and the line thing that we talk about you know the line being like like this is the line this is how we behave this is how we communicate and i don't when i look back i don't know if i did the greatest job in doing that But, you know, you learn and I learn from that experience and I take it into my youngest two who are two and six. And I think to myself, God, these are things that we teach. Like I'm teaching them things or implementing discipline or teaching them to be, you know, fairly independent or have those rules in terms of um, bringing them up. And I think this is just really a brain dump. Like a lot of the content I do for you guys is is, is very much, uh, very much, very much documenting. Everything that 's going on in my head in my life, and I think it 's quite relevant in today 's world in terms of where do we stand as a father, how do we deal with being a father, as well as all of the other pressures outside of being a father, like finance, bringing in the money, um, self pressure on yourself, um, you know making sure that we 're connected with wife, trying to make sure that we 're fit and healthy, trying to lead by example and i I always bring down parenting to a very basic level of s- Skill set, and that is number one: telling your kids that they they can do anything, supporting them all of the time, showing them love, and not just not just telling them that you love them, but showing them love via embracing them, letting them know that things are going to be okay, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that type of thing, right? And I think everything else, everything else is a learning experience about ourselves, the way that we communicate, the way that we understand other human beings. You know, there's not a manual. I think there are courses on how to parent, what's right and wrong, but I think everybody that watches this will have their own interpretation of what is good parenting. Like we sometimes look at other people and judge, I can't believe they're doing that with their kids as if you're fucking any better. Do you know what I mean? Uh, You know, your kids become a byproduct of who you are as a human being. But I think one of the things that... I really feel that we sh- we all should be doing as parents, and this is something that I feel does go across the line, is that I feel so many of us who are watching, who are struggling with low self-esteem and low self-belief, is because our parents never instilled it in us. And when I speak to a lot of men, a lot of the low self-worth, self-esteem, self-belief bracket issues come from dad not filling me with um, positive, a positive vibe, direction. Um, never really pushing me. Never really, ing- and it's become a lot of the guys I speak to said that they had an idea, or they tried to talk to their dads about it, and their dads would be like, "What are you doing that for? Why are you going there? What are you doing?" So, I think in terms of that shift, in terms of that emotion, when we're trying to bring up kids, it's kind of trying to instill a self belief. You know. I'm a big fan of, like, exams not being a direct byproduct of what we feel is success, right? I don't believe in GCSEs, I think they're outdated, so I don't put the pressure on my boy in terms of, the doesn't matter about your grades, I got one GCSE, which was a scraped C, and I'm doing all right. Most people I know who are very successful in business didn't get their GCSEs, didn't have a great education experience. So I don't put the pressure on him and I constantly go, it's gonna be alright, we're gonna be fine. You don't need that to feel like you're successful. You're successful already. You go to the gym five times a week, you do kickboxing three times a week. But you you show up, you're a great brother, you understand like all of these things we're trying to instill into into um, our kids. You know. But I think we will always feel guilt, parent guilt. Um I think we'll always feel guilt that we never do the job that we want to do or there's always that it's a perfect mentality right it fucking goes right across the ball you could work out five times a week you could fucking run three times a week you could show up for your fucking wife you could be amazing in your career you could be amazing in your job but it still wouldn't be fucking good enough right and it's that mentality right across the board and we beat ourselves up Parenting's one thing I beat myself up at all of the time and my business and parenting. I'm never doing enough in my business. I'm never doing enough in my parenting. And, that is my, and that's my own torturous mentality. But I know I'm not alone on that. Because I know there's a lot of men that I work with who are in the same boat, which is why I can relate to them so much. You know? But the journey goes on. The show goes on. For me, the journey is about doing everything we can to make sure that our next generation moves the world forwards, they're 1%. Make sure that we somehow, some way, teach them to be able to create their own identity and their own vision and their own direction so that they will be great parents themselves and learn from themselves. Do you know what I can't wait for? I can wait because I don't want to rush time. It's (laughs) It's for when I'm a grandfather and all of the times that my kids turn around and say to me, oh, I don't need that. You don't know what you're, like. you don't know what you're talking about. And now you have their kids and I'll turn around and go, do you remember when you said, oh, it's easy being a parent? <laughs> but it would be good fun. Anyway, I just wanted to verbally brain dump that on you. Maybe you are beating yourself up about being a parent. Maybe it's something that you talk to yourself about. I think a problem... Shared is a problem solved, right? Like sometimes it's good to be able to talk about these things, um, and it, and I and I think it's uh, I think we all go for it, you know. I think there's 25 people on watching. There'll be about 500 people that watch it, but I reckon that nearly every single person will relate in some way, shape, or form as a, as, a, as a parent. This is just like I think me just opening up as a dad, documenting what I'm going through, I actually feel a little lighter for doing it as well. Um, You know, I quite often sit there and contemplate, have I done a lot of the right things? Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. But you know what? I have been there for them the whole way through. And that's the one thing I can always say. Every single time I've been there for them, I've been their right-hand man all the way through. And I will continue to be. And to me, if you're doing that, you're winning. All right, have an amazing time.